Tuesday, you went at it with the U.S. and the EPA pertaining to this treatment facility that you say you don't necessarily need in Akron. So why don't you lay this story out for us and certainly the residents of Akron? Well, good morning, Ray. Thanks for having me on uh, once again. This this is really a culmination of you know probably a couple of decades of effort to to clean up Akron's waterways is our responsibility, you know, with the Clean Water Act. And as we've gotten to the end of the project, this this particular one would probably be the third most expensive. We're in the midst of building one other tunnel, you know. And in short, this is an extra two hundred and nine million dollars that would provide almost no benefit to the water quality. And so if we've looked at all these projects, obviously we've gone back to the the EPA and the Department of Justice and proposed alternatives, and each one of those have to go before the federal court and Judge Adams, and they've got thoughtful consideration to all of our plans, you know, and and have accepted those as a better management to to control that stormwater. And this last particular one, you know, is is kind of enough. And when when you throw out there, and to me, I think the whole role of government should be to help not necessarily to hurt. Um, and so when you're proposing, you know, a $209 million project that originally started at $73 million about six, seven years ago, you know, it's almost tripled in cost and, and the benefit has gone down. It's, it's uh, you know, Steve Millard from the chamber highlighted it pretty good the other day when he talked about the law of diminishing returns. Each one of our dollars has gone less and less, you know, towards improving that water quality. And so it, to me, it was just more than past time to stand up and say, listen, enough is enough. You know, we need to be able to to keep rates, you know, at a controllable level because I don't want people deciding, you know, and that's too often a decision. You know, do I pay my rent? Do I pay my car payment? Do I pay my water bill and sewer bill? And so this is enough. This is a savings that it would be significant, you know, on top of the savings that we've already been able to do over the last eight to ten years. And when you look at $209 million and what it would do to the trail and what it would do to the neighborhood behind it, it just makes a lot of sense for those other proposals that we proposed to be able to do this. So looking forward to the discussion. And eventually, like I said, that has to go before the federal court and, and before the judge, and, and they have to make that consideration. We'll kind of go from there. So, so Mayor, I don't know if you are at liberty to say this, but I'll ask the question when you mentioned you offered the EPA alternatives because in your and I mean the city's mind you don't think you need this additional facility may so maybe talk a little bit about that and if you can maybe some of the alternatives or you know the direction that maybe a uh, an alternative could be at the very least and, and when you're looking at the at the you know the the river in 1969 obviously caught fire in, in, a couple of times and it was declared actually the river of the year in the United States in 2019 so we've done a significant amount of work and close to a billion dollars and when we're looking at water quality you have to look at the system as a whole too and where things come from and we've proposed helping you know down in peninsula and and over in uh, Springfield and Lakemore as to that um, bacterial flow that comes from septic systems that eventually would make it into the system and get treated in one other facility right there on Cogger Street to expand that a little bit and to expand the treatment part. We, we believe, you know, allowing a certain number of overflows, which, uh, you know, communities across the country are allowed to overflow into rivers with combined sewers, ours is zero. And, and those, pul- those alternatives, we feel, and, and our consultants and, and a lot of other people feel that it would improve water quality a lot better than this $209 million facility that won't improve water quality at all. And the other part of it, too, it may never be active. You know, today is the 500th day where we've not had an overflow, and largely because of the work that we've done and the, and the OSIT tunnel that we completed, you know, with Rosie just a couple of years ago. That's been active, you know, um, and, and working the way that it should. And, and today marks the 500th day, and I don't want to jinx myself, like I said, but, um, you know, 500 days without an overflow is pretty good. 
Akron Mayor Dan Horgan with us at WAKR. And you mentioned your concern about the land and everything, and I know your utmost concern is certainly those sewer rates, right, uh, with the residents. And I guess we could talk a little bit about that, where you are with the current project. If you're able to get into the ear of the EPA and you don't get that facility done, how does it affect sewer rates uh, maybe going forward? Well, that question is, is and, and whether and the timing of it is specific around that. It, and um, we've talked about sewer rates and whether they do need to go up. It's not a matter of when. It's not a matter of if. It is when. I'm just not sure on that time uh, and, and the and the amount. But I, I know this is that if we are forced to do this, you know, rates would have to go up 20 percent higher than what they would have had already. And, and that is significant. And so we need to be able to, you know, come up with programs to, for people to be able to, to pay their bills and to manage that, you know, that their utility bills. And, and that is a primary concern for us as we've looked at, you know, the rate system and, and, and whether there's enough money to be coming in. And so far, everything is fine. And I have not raised rates in eight years, but at some particular point, you know, there's a cost to that infrastructure, not only in paying for it, but in the maintenance and this is a consent decree that we signed, which is obviously a legal document. Um, and there are communities across the country that have to do similar things. They're just treated, I think, a little more fairly in some of those uh, consent decrees that they've signed. All right. Well, that's Akron Mayor Dan Horrigan at WAKR and more, of course, to come on that situation. The other thing I wanted to bring up a little bit, and that is this traffic code change pertaining to return to the towed vehicles. The fee there has been much discussed and concerned and kind of going to do away with some of these fees and maybe you can talk about that for a moment yeah and, and we've, we've talked to a number of other communities and it really comes down to you know if somebody gets their car stolen you know should they be subject to the fee to be able to be able to get that back and so we've tried to reduce the amount of barriers because it's not their fault right. um, but also there are situations you know where we have to you have to nuance some of those too and so if you're looking at some of those fees um, you know, it, it's unfortunate when you get your towed and, and you're in the wrong spot. But if you get your car stolen, you know, we should be a little bit more helpful in that. And so the council obviously was in their purview to consider that and, and waive that fee. And so hopefully going forward on some of those charges, it'll be a little bit easier to be able to get your car back without those fees. Mayor, we talked golf last week and a little bit about the Derby. It's race week at Derby Downs this week. And also coming up in just a little over a week, you're going to have the National Night Out again coming up on August 1st. And this is a special night in many, many ways, education, inside, and certainly paying a tribute to those that are out with us during the nights. And I wanted to bring up the state of firefighters. And I don't know how we are in Akron because I was reading a story last weekend that's saying nationally they're having a tough time recruiting firefighters, but I don't know how we are in Akron. So how are we in recruiting firefighters? Where are we in the numbers in the city of Akron? Well, we do have a class in the academy right now, and I think they're graduating right around September. And so uh, we've been pretty aggressive in those recruiting classes and getting the number. Obviously, there's that. Um, there, there are always have been you know waves of retirements because people can you know you hit a certain age and and you're able to retire. And so replacing those obviously have been have been critical in the city of Akron. And you look at all the other changes. You know, most of the runs, most of those runs are, are medical runs uh, when you you know responding to medical emergencies and a significant number of fires and so having the right number and the properly trained that was the whole issue around issue four back in 2017 and 18 was making sure we have the resources for our fighter fighters and so 
um, numbers-wise, we continued to add classes and then be able to add firefighters to have that, that complement. But I know Chief Natko and his, and his leadership team have done an excellent job, not only in the recruiting side, but that is something that you know, I know you and I have talked about significantly, is that that's a daily effort a daily and weekly effort to be able to continue to get people, you know, to, to go into that public safety field, both police and fire. And it's a, it's a pretty competitive environment across the country. Uh, and we'll continue to put those best efforts forward to make sure that we have, you know, a class that represents Akron and also a firefighter department that represents the city of Akron. With us, Akron Mayor Dan Horrigan on WAKR. For a moment, why don't you also talk about what the city has planned for National Night Out then? You know, a big thing is that we've been doing this for 20 years through a lot of leadership efforts. And, and we, this year, you know, there's an event in each ward, um, Church of Our Savior and Patterson Park and Summit Lake and Booksville and Joy Park, Ellett, Firestone, Northwest, Chestnut Ridge and Reservoir Park. And, and really it is those are those community building events that, you know, we continue to do on a daily basis. But this is a special night you know, that kind of has the city come together to talk about the national night out against crime and how do we do fight it. And let's continue to build those relationships to make people feel like, you know, we do care in their neighborhood. And and, and what's going on with this house um, or, the, or this group or anything else. And so it's a lot of listening. It's a lot of talking to residents about their concerns and, you know, making those connections with, I think, have always made this city, you know, an excellent place to, to live and work and to raise your family. And, you know, we'll, we'll be out significantly, a lot of city personnel, uh, and there's a lot of volunteers and people from the neighborhoods that come out and certainly very appreciative of all those efforts to keep this city safe.